Welcome to Practical Magic Musings, the show where you get rituals and wisdom for your most magical life. I'm your host, Cassandra Bodzak, and today's episode is all about sacred pilgrimages, soul sister journeys, and my most recent trip to Glastonbury, which is inspiring it all. And so many of you guys I know have seen me go on many different um, pilgrimages of, of sorts over the years, and it's something that has been, um, I mean, I guess a bit of an unconscious tradition in the way that I think at least once or twice a year I go on some sort of pilgrimage. And for me, what that is, is just going to a place where the energy in and of itself is sacred and special. And one of the interesting things that came up along this current trip was the kind of the the dichotomy of one getting to experience these really energetically charged places in the world and two also knowing that we can bring that back to our everyday moment we can bring that back to our offices to our kitchens to our day-to-day life and we can have the same connection and ahas and we can feel that same energy fueling us up back at home as well. And I think that has been something that more and more has um, come through for me during these journeys. So a couple more recent ones were I went to um, the south of France. This was last year. Was it last year? No, two years ago for my birthday. I went to the south of France um, to Mary Magdalene's cave. And um this place called St. Baum stayed at this very cute little um, nunnery at the bottom of the mountain so I could hike the mountain during the day and visit with the cave and the forest and, and just so many beautiful things around there and be close to, to her and her spirit in that way. And, um, and the interesting thing I think that also came forth from that experience where I mean, that's a whole other podcast, but I'd say that birthday was all about me realizing I'd finally become my own best friend, and I was by myself during that, and everybody else spoke fluent French, and I speak a little bit of French, but certainly not fluent, and it was a really isolating experience. It was definitely an inward journey um, where I was really having to go deep and connect with myself during an interesting um, time in my life where I was questioning um, a lot of things romantically um, during that experience. But, um, you know, I think it did remind me one of the things that I felt from, you know, the energy that I experienced of her was that I can, you know, that I can experience her energy with me all the time. And that it was really special for me to get to go to this place and, you know, walk on the ground that she walked in and, and kind of just get a taste, just as I feel like, you know, someone that wanted to connect with me deeper (laughs) would get such um, a more palpable understanding of who I am and how my life is if they came and lived with me for two days. (laughs) And they saw kind of like, what I do and, you know, how I move around and the things I have and, you know, the the way I interact with people. I think um, when we go into someone's environment, um, we get a download about them. I think that's why I've never had that experience, actually. One of my girlfriends was telling me about this a few months ago. She came over. We had been friends for years. She comes over to my place for the first time. Talk about 
total like LA, <laughs> LA thing there, right? Where we've been friends and hanging out, but it just had never worked out for her to come to my place. Not by any, you know, me not wanting her there by any means, but we always met halfway or did other things. A couple times I had come to her place because she wasn't feeling well. And, and so she came to my place for the first time and, and she was like, wow, like, you know, you really, I already knew you so well, but I feel like I know you on a different level getting to like be in your space and to see how you live. And so that's kind of how I feel about these sacred pilgrimages is like, we're going to these magical places and there's something for me at least that's really appreciative of the tangible that I think especially you know when you have such a a spiritual life right and you know I have such vivid images in my um in my meditations and in you know when I do different ceremonies or rituals and to get to go to a place and see it with my human eyes right is just for me so special because I've been to so many lands with you know my mind's eye and and how beautiful it is that we are living at a time on earth where thanks to planes trains automobiles we can actually go to these places we can go and experience them um and for me that's just something I've always felt called to do um I have a a Sagittarius um you know, in kind of like my education and higher learning zone. So I feel like I do learn so much every time I travel. And that's why probably if you've been following me, you realize I travel a lot. Um, because I feel like I grow exponentially on each of these voyages. And I, you know, that that one trip that we were talking about to the south of France, I honestly feel like I mean, I probably got like two years worth of therapy in that week alone with myself and in prayer and meditation and connecting to Mary Magdalene. But all that being said, um, one of my best friends from New York, Sarah, who is the incredible founder of a brand called Salt House, and um, Salt House is all about inspiring your creativity. She has an amazing, give her a little plug right now, because if you guys like me, I think you'd be obsessed with Sarah. We are two peas in a pod. Um, and she has this amazing membership right now called the Inner Muse. And it's all about literally connecting to your inner muse, creating, connecting to that creativity, that true essence of who you are and how it wants to be expressed and getting back to, you know, that, you know, getting back to playing and art and discovery. Um, I highly suggest you check it out. So that's uh, Salt House NYC on Instagram. Um, or you can probably just Google Inner Muse membership, and I'm sure information about that will come up. I will include a link in the um, in the notes section of this. But she's amazing. We've been friends for a while now, and we've been running buddies as well with our business and our spiritual growth and and everything really. So we had talked about, and I had talked about going to Glastonbury and, and kind of the sacred sites there. So we had an opportunity because she's getting married and um, she was, you know, trying to figure out where she wanted to do her bachelorette party and called me up one day and was like, Cass, what do you think about Glastonbury? And I was like, I think that would be epic. 
Um, so we gathered um, about six or seven little friends and headed out to celebrate this transition of her moving into matrimony in Glastonbury. So we went to London for a couple of nights and then got this beautiful country manor house um, out in um, out by Glastonbury so we could go visit all the sacred sites and I led um, a chakra tour. So the Glastonbury is the heart chakra of the earth and you know, um, I went to Mount Shasta last year on my birthday because that is the root chakra of the earth. And so they are like these powerful vortexes where we can go and we can connect to that energy, right? So just being in, in Mount Shasta, you're connecting to that root chakra. Just being in Glastonbury, you're connecting to that heart chakra. The other two, the other special thing about those two places is that they are both they're the only two places on the earth where the Michael and Mary ley lines meet or the masculine and feminine ley lines meet. So what that means, these ley lines are like these electromagnetic currents that are moving through the earth. And, you know, we have different, certain parallels, certain longitude and latitude signs are more powerful because they interact with these ley lines. But in these two spots, the, the two ley lines cross. They connect. Which energetically for us feels incredible, feels um, electric, feels like a beautiful buzzing, a higher vibration. Uh, you literally feel what it feels like to have your body being moved to a higher vibration at these places. And also just a, a balancing of your energy bottle, body, right? A balancing of your masculine and your feminine and a real peace that comes over you. So we went to um, the first stop on our tour was Lady Chapel in Glastonbury, which is the exact point where these two ley lines meet in this um, chapel that was set up for Mary. And the, you know, on the altar, we did a really just a beautiful ritual, just connecting to the energy, just honoring, you know, the divine feminine in all of us. And allowing ourselves to just breathe in and open our heart chakra because that's actually the heart chakra of the heart chakra. <laughs> and it was palpable. You know, there was a couple ladies on the trip that, you know, hadn't experienced that before, you know, were very open to all the things we were talking about, but hadn't had as much of a tangible experience as myself or, or Sarah has had. And it was really beautiful to actually get to experience that moment when you see someone that has maybe known about this and has had the faith in it and has belief in it but actually gets to experience it in their flesh um it's just so powerful and I think that's one of the reasons why these sacred sites are so important to me I think they're recharging portals for us, especially for those of you guys listening who are out there doing the work, spreading the message, saying these things. And sometimes people are probably looking at you like you're crazy. You know, that's kind of part of it, right? Um, I think it's important for us to be able to go to those places and, and recharge ourselves and be like, oh, okay. And I love bringing people there as well because I love giving that gift of this tangible feeling of, of what the experience of your vibration raising is because we talk about it all the time. But, you know, to go to these places to find to seek out these vortexes um, is to really to really get 
to crystallize that experience, at least for myself. So we went through there diff seven different vortex spots in Glastonbury, each of them aligning with a different chakra. So we went to all of them. We climbed the tour. And um, the tour is this beautiful castle. It's probably if you, you know, Google um, Glastonbury, you'll see pictures of it. It's this beautiful castle on a hill. And it's a really sacred place where priestesses used to be initiated. Um, and there's a lot of legends about the Holy Grail being buried underneath it. It is, again, just, you know, to climb that hill in and of itself is a meditation. And uh, we were able to do a little ritual for Sarah in the tour um, and initiate her into wifedom, let's call it, <laughs> to her wifedom, her queendom. And um, it was really beautiful to get, when you, when you go to those places, you know, you have the energy of thousands and thousands of years of initiation, thousands and thousands of years of ritual, right? That is soaked in the in the walls, right? And and to get to go to those places, one of the things that I remember from one of my earlier trips, actually Kauai. Kauai is also a vortex. And so I was going to Kauai before my other girlfriend Sahara's wedding and you know you know, getting into the Lemuria vortex, and I was seeing this beautiful healer man who was doing some body work on me and energy work, and I was asking him the first time I saw him, I was like, well, where should I go? Like, where is the, like, where is the vortex? Where is the portal? Is the, you know, where is this, like, I was looking for a specific place, you know, kind of like in Glastonbury, there is, you can go to the chapel, and you go to the altar of the chapel, and you can go to the center of the altar of the chapel, you'll see it, and you'll feel it. Um, and so in certain places, there are these like specific points, but I'll never forget what this guy told me in Kauai. He was like, you're here. You're already here. Kauai is the portal. Kauai is the vortex. There's, yes, there might be places where you can feel it more than others, but like you're here. Trust. You don't have to worry about seeking you know, some special like circle on the ground out and you don't have to worry about, you know, performing a crazy ceremony if you don't want to, right? The energy is with you. And I think that's a, a beautiful thing that allowed me to really start enjoying more of these places, right? To really enjoy that being in Glastonbury was an alchemical transformation, right? And whether we were, you know, at the pub having our fish and chips <laughs> together and talking about our intentions and what we're going through in life, or we were, you know, doing a ritual in the tour, or we're in the White Spring, um, you know, or the, at the Chalice Well, all these beautiful, magical portal spaces, they were just as magical as, you know, our conversations at night uh, by the fireplace with wine and tea and getting to be in that you're held in this energetic bubble that the place is. And, you know, I think one of the beautiful things for me, I'll speak for myself, one of the beautiful things that happened this past weekend 
was the magic of our circle and our connection and how we were a group of women united by one woman who maybe knew like one or two other people in the circle that instantaneously got so deep, got so vulnerable, got so close. I literally, you know, by the end of the trip, I forgot that these ladies weren't my best friends already, (laughs) you know, that they weren't my best friends coming into it. Um, And that I think is a lot of the magic of the pilgrimage too right, of that collective intention bringing us together of what I like to believe, you know, our angels and our spirit guides and, you know, all of this, this beautiful portal of vibration together that joined us in a deep bond that, that I have no doubt that we were all meant to share that magical journey together. We were all meant to be there at that time so that, you know, each of us uniquely held space in their own way. And each of us uniquely, you know, from the really like earthly part of, you know, the fact that, you know, we had, you know, one girl, Nicole was like the master coordinator was, you know, kind of got, I mean, ran this trip better than I think I could have planned, like, a launch or a book book tour or something like that so well you know um this other beautiful woman Vinti who helped us you know figured out the, the lodging it was kind of like everybody had their own little thing right that they they were able to contribute and you know for me I was able to contribute you know some of the the rituals and and stuff like that during uh the sacred journey that was my little thing but we all brought our own energy towards it and we all brought our own take so I think so much of the magic actually happened you know at these times where we were just gathering and talking and you know I brought like four or five different oracle card decks my divine feminine my goddess card deck my angel cards my surrender deck you name it and we would just have these moments whether we were out um, at a pub or at night when we were cuddled up you know picking cards and and talking you know I think the cards were just a a medium to to go deep fast right to be able to just be like all right let's cut through all the casual talk and let's just talk about what is that thing that's on your heart right now and I think that's what going on these you know sacred pilgrimages does is it helps you get to the heart of the matter it helps you see with different eyes um for yourself and then we also had the gift of each other's eyes right so I think all of us at one point or another realized something that was perhaps at work or asking to be healed or wanting to come forth that we hadn't been you know that hadn't been obvious to us before the journey and then being in that safe um, sacred zone together and at this beautiful magical place allowed us also to see that to be like oh wow you know I here I was focusing on this thing with my career but this other thing with my family needed to be healed um, here I was focusing on thinking you know this was a problem in that relationship but actually it's, it's something from my childhood that needed to be worked through right and it was really beautiful um, to get to each share so vulnerably and what a gift it is when you're with, um, 
when you're with soul sisters, when you're with women that can truly hold the space for you, that one, what a gift it is to be able to receive that information. Um, just for me to be able uh, to feel the the beauty and the honor and the love of these women sharing their hearts with me, right? Um, and then and then vice versa, getting that gift of being able also to share your heart and to serve as reflectors for each other. Um, you know, we were kind of joking around because one of the girls is a reflector in human design. But in a way, we were all reflectors in those moments, right? Where we're able to hold up the mirror to someone else and say, this is what I'm hearing and this is kind of what I'm seeing as I'm hearing. You know, you're saying this. Um, but I noticed that your eyes light up when you talk about this. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm hearing you say this, but what I, I actually feel is that it's X, Y, and Z. And I think these are the gifts that we need to give ourselves. These are the gifts that we need more than ever today because we live in this world where we're hyper-connected, where we're texting each other and we're Instagram storying and we're Snapchatting and we're emailing and all this stuff. And and while I, you know, I'm a big proponent of all that and I think that's great and especially because, like I said, a lot of my friends are across the country that I'm forever grateful to, you know, for phones and Skypes and, and voice memos and all that. But getting to be with someone energetically in the flesh, getting to experience them, getting to hear and and reflect back is just such a gift. And I think that's also similarly, right, to what we said about the sacred places, right? Where it's like, yes, do you have to go to these sacred places? No. You know, can you still maintain a friendship if you, the person lives on the other side of the world? Absolutely, nowadays. Absolutely. Um, but there is an undeniable magic in getting to experience it um, with your with your body, right? Getting that tangible, like getting to, you know, me and Sarah, I feel like we probably hugged like several times every day. And it was just so nice to be able to hug her um, and be with her in the physical, right? Because we do have long, you know, long conversations on the phone, but it's, you know, it's nice to get to have that physical transmission of someone or some place. And, um, you know, I think the, the beauty in this, you know, this podcast is really just reminding you guys that this is available to you. And, you know, so much of this podcast and, and a lot of the things I talk about when it comes to ritual and magic and whatnot is that we are, you know, we are the, the, the pilots of our own airplanes, right? So to speak, we're the captains of our own ships. Um, we decide how magical our life is. You know, we decide that in these moments where, you know, and, and here, you know, not everyone, of course, is going to be able to afford to, you know, fly to all these sacred places. But you know what? There is in your town, I'm sure, a magical place you can discover. And you can, you know, maybe it's by a lake, maybe it's in a forest, maybe it's by the beach. There is a magical place in your area that you can find. And maybe it's not going to be Googleable. Maybe you're going to have to find it with your own, your own spidey sense. But you can find a magical place and you can bring others there. 
you can create it in your home through through circles, through being able to gather women together with that collective intention. And here's the thing, we can all survive without doing this. But life is so much juicier when we take the time to do it. And you know, that's a lot of, you know, why I love sharing about rituals and magic and stuff with you guys because you know there's that Albert Einstein quote like either you can live your life as if everything's a miracle or you can live your life as if nothing's a miracle the choice is yours and I believe that you can live your life as if everything is so magical or you can live your life as if nothing is magical and in these moments where we get to be joined with our sisters and we get to go deep and we get to you know, I remember at one of my other girlfriends' um, bachelorette parties, I suggested we do a prayer circle, and you know, it was a, it was not like you know, it was a, we were you know at this beautiful um, you know mansion that we rented in West Hollywood for the weekend to do like a big slumber party kind of a thing, and we went around and one by one we got to the center of the circle. And we talked about, you know, the thing we wanted a prayer on and the thing we wanted to, you know, everybody else to hold space on. And, you know, we did obviously versions of this this weekend as well in Glastonbury. But, you know, in this particular instance, what we did was we were, so we're just all in the circle in the living room. And I think it's a good example of how you can bring the magic to any space, right? And, and the fact that when we shared that, not only were we opening our hearts, but we were also allowing our sisters to pray for us and to send us energy. And we ended up even sharing like visions and things that came through when we said that prayer. And it was just such a beautiful, a beautiful moment and a moment that's accessible, right? It's a moment that's accessible to all of us. Right? When we make that choice, when we say, hey, I want to live in this way because that's what fills our cup up and that's what ultimately I believe helps us evolve, right? You know, I'm going to leave this as part one and I'm going to do a part two um, where I'm going to share with you, you know, this weekend in Glastonbury what was really illuminated for me in these circles and how. You know, we'll talk a bit about for yourself, you know, how perhaps a lot of the things that we're running from or the things that we're not wanting to face or we're not wanting to admit or that we're scared of is actually the very thing our soul is dying for us to do. And I do believe in a lot of those situations, that is where we can call on the power of um, of our sisters. and sacred spaces where we can be seen fully where we can be seen and we can be you know I say this in my meditation classes all the time that this is a place where it's really hard to lie to yourself when we gather in community like that there is a level of truth that wants to come through and and so oftentimes we're so used to being in our own lives in our own world that we've gotten very comfortable with perhaps denying certain things or lying lying to ourselves about certain things, pushing things down, that when we travel and our environment is shooken up or we're in that sacred ceremony with people we really trust that are reflecting back at us what they're hearing, what they're, you know, what their experience of us is, we can see things with fresh eyes. 
and we can really unblock things that have been blocked for years. So stay tuned if you're curious about more specifically what that is. And also if you're curious if you're feeling some resistance right now around your calling, around what you're meant to do in the world, and you've been feeling a lack of clarity and, and really trying to get to the bottom of it, I think some of the insights I'm going to share in the part two of this episode will really help you as well because I think you guys see yourself in me. Right? You know, and when I share these stories, I don't share them for me because I already lived them. I don't need to regurgitate them for myself. But it's it's a reminder for you. And I hope, you know, my intention with each podcast episode is that you hear something that sparks something inside of you that inspires you to maybe, you know, you're gonna text five of your girlfriends right now and say, Can we do a sister circle this Sunday? You know, maybe you're gonna, you know, look up what you know what beautiful places in your town that you can venture to and journal and you know figure out what you know what you want to do there so um so go get go get witchy with it ladies and i also want to share with you something super exciting that i'm doing i haven't done this in like forever i don't even know if i've ever done this honestly i'm doing a five day challenge and it's called the divine body challenge and um, I think you'll hear a little bit more about it on the next episode. But essentially, this challenge is for any of you guys out there that have dealt with or are dealing with currently a lot of body and food drama. So you find yourself wasting so much of your precious time thinking about your body and, and maybe how you can get it to look a certain way or, you know, fix something about it and what food you should be eating and, and kind of to a place where it's taking you out of your life. And I really do one of the biggest, you know, transformations in my journey was when I made peace with my body. And, you know, that's why I wrote Eat With Intention and that's why I work with women. You know, I, I work with women so that they can feel like the goddess they are in their body because when you take care of the relationship with your body, when you're able to feel confident and radiant in your own skin, the world's your oyster, right? You are magnetic. You do attract these beautiful opportunities and partners and things you want in your life, but so many of us, are, you know, trying to solve things at the branch instead of the root, right? So solving, you know, solving, you know, I don't understand why I'm not, you know, attracting that partner I want. I don't understand why I'm not attracting these career opportunities that I want and the abundance I want, you know, all boils down to the root of how you feel about you and your primary relationship, which is your body, which does affect significantly how you feel about you. You can't feel you know, shitty about your body and, and have a war going on with your body and, you know, be in your full alignment and radiance and magnetism. It's just not possible. So anyway, I've created this free five-day challenge that I want us all to do together. I really want to invite you to it, to step into embodying the goddess that you are, to finally, you know, squash this food and body drama um, so that you can be the woman that I know that you know you're meant to be. And so if you want to sign up for that, we're going to kick it off on October 28th. It's a Monday. Um, you can sign up at the link below, and I'll give you a little confirmation email so that you know you're on the list. And then you'll get a little ping from me right before you begin um, that weekend. And then you'll get, um, for five days, different lessons, meditations, recordings to really help you 
center in and connect to your divine body and all that's possible for you from that space. So I hope you'll check it out. I'm obviously super jazzed about it. And I hope you listen to part two where we'll be diving in deeper into some of the, the major life-changing revelations I had during this trip.